everyone, and welcome back to Stay Hot Besties. I am your host, Emmy Drew, and um, here's the cliche, love you guys, I'm happy to be back, which is all true, but I'm saying let's throw that out and get straight into what you guys came for, which is, of course, me talking for 45 minutes to an hour. So, on the agenda for today's episode, we have the hots and knots. No surprise there. And I have a lot to say. Um, we have a weekend update, which is a bad date story that I have been waiting weeks to tell. And I'm so excited to tell it. You do not want to miss it. And then for the bulk of the episode, we are going to be introducing a new segment called That's My Opinion. Um, a new segment where I give my unsolicited opinions on a plethora of controversial top controversial topics. You don't want to miss it, okay? You just don't. All right, let's jump straight in with the hots and knots. The first hot of the week is the place that I am at in life. And when I say this, I mean I am not in school right now. I don't have a ser- like a serious job. I have I nanny and I am a social media manager and that sound that gives me the flexibility to pretty much pick up and go wherever I want. For example, um we went to St. George. Um it's a little 3 hour drive, little getaway, new scenery. Um and my family all had school and they all had to get back and I said I literally have nothing to get back for. So I will stay. And stay I did. And did I enjoy it? Absolutely. So yeah, I'm really loving that. And just like the fact that I just have so much flexibility in my life right now. Um, sometimes it leads to boredom. Most of the time it's great though. So uh, moving on. Okay, my next um, hot of the week is a silk pillowcase. Um, my mom got me a silk pillowcase for Christmas and to say that it changed my life would be an understatement. If you are looking for something small, something minor, something cheap to really elevate the way that you live your life, I'm going to tell you what you need. A silk pillowcase. Not only do, does your head hit hit the pillow and instantly feels like it is running through a mansion with marble steps. It keeps your skin healthier because it doesn't dry it out. It keeps your hair better, healthier because it also doesn't dry out your hair. So your hair and skin will change and you'll just feel like you're living a life that is not your own. And it's wonderful. So, silk pillowcase, high, high, high on the list. Okay, my next hot is my bangs. Now, I just want to throw this out there. A lot of people in my life, my mom and my sisters, all told me repeatedly, don't get bangs. Don't get bangs. And I believed them for the longest time. And finally, I said, you know what? I want bangs. And I got them. And did my life change? Yes, it did. Am I proving all of them wrong? Yes, I am. Does it take me an extra 10 minutes in my hair routine? 
yes. But you know what? You take the good with the bad, okay? You take the good with the bad. My life has been changed. I feel like a true personality, my true, like, persona has come out because of the bangs. Now, right now, I'm sitting in my room. They're greasy and weird. And to say that they look amazing would not be true, but I still love them. Okay, and all of the haters out there, you can't tell me what to think. Okay, I have two bonus hots for this week. And the first is people who are passionate. Because, like, if you don't have a passion for something, I just feel like it's really hard for me to relate to because I am so passionate about so many things that people who just go about life with no opinions, I just don't understand. And even if it's just one thing that you are passionate about and you can find so much joy in, I just love that for you. And I love that. Okay. And my last bonus hot is a reason to get dressed up. Now, I have been known to um, really um, not understand what the word casual means. Um, for example, you know, I'll wear a, an evening gown to a nice dinner or like a situation where like hey, we're going to Olive Garden. It's like perfect. Let me get my heels. You know what I'm saying? Let me get my red lip. So any chance that there's even like the slightest glimpse of it's appropriate to be dressed to the nines, I am taking you up on that offer. Like last week, I had so many opportunities to just wear fancy dresses and a string of pearls and it was, I've never been happier. Okay, so now we got all the positives out of the way, let's dive into my knots, and two of them are very closely related, one of them is not. So I'm going to start with the one that's not in a group. Um, We had Hamilton tickets, and then Hamilton got canceled, which, because of COVID, which I, I get it, and I'm, and I'm all for keeping it safe, but I'm also like, I just wanted to know how a bastard orphan son of a whore and a Scotsman drop it in the middle of a forgotten spot in the crib. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to know, I want to know the answer to the question. Also, not, not to mention Hamilton is truly one of my favorite musicals. And I don't say this because I, like, want to be, like, it's bandwagon. You know what I'm saying? And I'm also upset that people don't like Hamilton just because so many people like it. That is not a reason to hate on something. I truly think that Hamilton is just so good and so fun and powerful. Like, I really do. And if you don't, we're in a fight. Okay, moving on. Okay, so these two are very (laughs) closely connected. And it's been a hate my whole life, but especially this week. Um, And the first one is um, AlphaCon. And I heard about this on the Bad Broadcast, and I still can't believe it's a real thing, but it is a convention for alpha males, i.e. straight white men who have nothing better to do than pretend that they're 
better than everyone else. And, you know, that really mm, gets under my skin. Because, well, how could it not get under your skin? It's, okay. But going along with Alpha Con, I feel like it's a breed of man that just thinks they're above everything and everyone. And hence the need for an alpha convention. Just kind of makes me sick to my stomach. But um, going along with that, my second, third knot of the week is men commenting on women's bodies. Now, this is specifically on TikTok. Okay, I don't know if any of you follow Drew Alfolo. Don't know how to pronounce her last name, but she's pretty much all over TikTok right now. And she just, like, takes down men who are commenting, duetting women's bodies and, like, commenting about them. And here's what I have to say. Why are we even still commenting in other people's bodies, period? Like, you're it's not your body. It's not your business. You don't have any authority to tell them about their health, to tell them about their beauty, to tell them about their self-worth. Men or women. Just period. Do We should not be commenting on other people's bodies, period. So, but just specifically like these men who, to be honest, not attractive. In my, like, uh, not cute, cringy gives me the ick of all things and they're out here thinking that they're better than somebody else specifically a woman who like when are we gonna give this up people when are we gonna give it up men and women are equal not give up that we're gonna give up the notion that men are better than women okay and like we we it is 2022 my friends we have come so far it has been like we can't keep going down this road okay okay wow I got a little fired up I'm sweating after that one okay um but that's my knots because I'm just like I it's really because I really like Drew and I like the things that she says to these guys but it's just like you know, you don't have a right. Like, I'm out here trying to find where you got the audacity to do such a thing. Like, I'm running a quarter mile and I still can't find it. So, you know. Okay. Let's move on to the weekend update. Water break, though. Okay. Had to be prepped for this one because it's a long story. So, this is the moment that we have been waiting for. And by we, I mean I, because I have been waiting to tell this story for so long, but it just had to be the right moment, the right time, the right place. And here we are, right time, right place, right people, my people. Um, that was me kissing the microphone and, um, um, simultaneously kissing all of you on the mouth. Okay. So this is the story of the best to worst date that I have ever been on. Now, I've been on some some good dates and some bad dates. You know, everybody has their stories. I uh, have been on a date with probably a future murderer. And you know what? I put that one in my, uh, my books and my joke, my joke books. But here we go. This was a great 
date until all of a sudden it wasn't. So when I was a junior in high school, we did a production of a show called Anything Goes and I was the lead in it. Um, <laughs> I know, right? Um, peaked, but I digress. Um, and we had a live band and it was like a saxophone, a trumpet, a trombone, a piano, some drums, like fun instruments. And all of the boys were not your typical band nerds. They were really cute saxophone player and trumpet player and trombone player. And I was very into all of them, but I was at the point where I could not be ballsy and just talk to a boy out of the blue. So... It's been, he, the boy that played the trombone, that's who this is about, trombone boy. He was a year older than me. Um, He graduates that year and goes on a mission for our church and don't see him, don't think about him, right? So a few months ago, I go back to my old high school, my alma mater, if you will, um, to go see a show there that I had some friends in and I notice trombone boy is back so I go up and I talk to my old drum teacher I talk to Leslie and I'm like Leslie what's his story who is he where has he been and she's like yeah he's just at BYU I'm like oh wow I'm at BYU you should drop my name and she goes why don't you talk to him and I was like you got me there so I go back the next night specifically to see this boy after the show um and I go up to him and I'm after the show and everyone's chatting and I'm like hey did you play the trombone and anything goes and he was like yeah you were Reno right what's your name and I was like blah 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 we start chatting it up you know um shooting the shiz chewing the fat And the conversation is good. It's not like what you would expect. Um, I feel like sometimes I just like am expecting things to be awkward. Um, But it wasn't. It was really great conversation. And I was like, okay, awesome. Amazing. So we're hanging out. Yeah, we're chatting. Five, ten minutes goes by. I'm like, well, we were talking about life. You know, what's he's at? What he's doing? Yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, okay, well, I got to go. So nice catching up with you. I'm like, we should do something sometime. He's like, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, I'd love to. Can I get your number? I'm like, what? (laughs) Of course you can. So I give him my number. Start texting. You know, it's nothing crazy. I'm not super crazy about texting. I'd rather, like, go on a date. Um, but you know, you got to text to like put the vibes out there and like get the, get the, get the conversation started. So we were texting for a couple days and a couple days later, there's like this event for my class, um, like class of 2024 or whatever that he, that was happening and I get a text from him and he's like, Hey, are you at this thing? And I was like, well, here I go again. I say, no, I'm not there, but I'm still around campus if you want to go get a treat or something, right? It's casual. There's no strings. It's just saying like, let's chat. And so he calls me. The man dials my number and gives me a call, which I think is so hot. Like, Ugh, don't even get me started. Okay, so he calls me and he's like, hey, there's all this leftover food. I'm going to grab some. Let's meet up on campus somewhere and we'll just sit down and chat. And I'm like, perfect, love it, I'm in. So we meet up, we eat our food, 
we're chatting, chewing the fat, and things are going really well. Conversation's flowing, vibes are there. So then we start, like, giving each other fake tours of the buildings, right? Like, we, like, went into this building and I pretended like I knew where everything was. You know, like, it was just, like, super cute and flirty and fun. And we walked around the duck pond at night and there's, like, you know, it's super cute. We, like, found this table and we're just, like, talking about life and, you know, it's flirty. But, like, no super crazy moves are happening, you know. So, which is fine. It was the first date. So we walk back to my car and I'm like, where's your car? And he's like, oh, I walked here. I'm like, oh, can I give you a ride? Like, I'd love to give you a ride to your apartment. It's no problem for me. And he's like, no, 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 no. I can walk. I can walk. And I was like, okay, is that a bad sign? But then he still sat outside of my car for 20 minutes and talked with me. So I was like, okay, so he's obviously not in like a rush to leave, right? So I try and give him a ride again. He's like, no, no, no. I'm like, okay, well, I give him a hug. I'm like, we'll have to do this again sometime. You know, no kiss, which is like, okay, it's a first date. Like, I don't want to kiss on the first date. You know, I want to take, I want to be, do things the old fashioned way. Um, I meant that then. Now I could just, well, I'm not going to say that out loud. Okay. So, um, we say goodbye next day the next day it's like a couple out or like the afternoon and we haven't said anything and I'm like okay what's going on so I'm talking to my friend and she's older and wiser than me and and I and she was like well do you want to play games like do you want to text him and I was like I don't really want to play games like I just I just want to be like text him she's like fine then just text him so I sent him hey had such a fun time last night thanks for hanging out with me like so casual so casual, right? It's not even crazy. And you know what I get back from this man? He says, yeah, I had a good time. Thanks for setting that up. I'm so sorry. What is that supposed to mean? Like, I didn't set this up. Like, this was a joint effort. And the way that you're phrasing this makes me feel like you didn't want to hang out with me. Like, you were just there because I asked you to be there. Which, it was a complete joint effort. So, I just felt super sad about it. Because I was like, wow, something good happened to me in terms of, like, dating. And then it all fell apart. Um, anyways, haven't heard from him since. Would still be open to hearing from him, but, like, whatever. Anyways, that's the latest thing that's ever happened to me with boys. Because it's just, you know, we're in a weird phase of life where it's just, like... Okay, here's another not. Here's another not. Because I didn't date much in high school, right? I had a boyfriend for, like, three months... He was in love with me. I wasn't in love with him. So we broke up. And, like, other than that, I didn't really date much. You know, and everybody in high school, all the adults in your life are like, you're just going to get swept up so fast. You're going to go on so many dates in college. And, you know, here I am three semesters in and haven't been swept up yet. Haven't been on that many dates. So I just don't like that people put, even put that expectation into my head. Because if I would have just gone with my expectation of, like, I'm going to be alone forever, which is kind of where I'm at right now, like, I would have been fine. But I had this expectation that, like, I was going to date so much and everybody was going to instantly fall in love with me. And you know what? 
mm, didn't happen. So am I upset with everybody that told me I was going to get swept up in college? Yes. Do I forgive them? Yes. Fine. But here's what I say. Be careful who you say that to. Moving on. That's the end of that story. Will it have a happy ending? Undecided. You decide. Call in with your (laughs) trombone boy if you're out there. A nice, a better text would have been appreciated. Am I right? Call in. Leave your rants. What do we think? Okay, moving on. Welcome, everybody, to That's My Opinion, a new segment where I give my unsolicited opinions on a plethora of controversial topics. I'm so happy that you are here with me. Let's get right into it. Did we like that? Did we like a little game show? I don't even know how that sounds. It might be so stupid. You guys, I asked on my Instagram... Your favorite controversial topics. Um, And I got some good ones. And I'm actually really excited about this because I feel like I have a lot of opinions and I love to talk about them. So let's dive in. Emmy, what is your least favorite type of person? Um, Well, Emmy, I'm so glad you asked. I will not be keeping this bit up anymore. Um, Number one. Old, white, right-wing conspiracy theorists that fly their Trump 2024 flag on their truck. You know exactly who I'm talking about. And these are my least favorite kind of people because I just will disagree with every single thing that they have to say. And I feel like I don't really need to get into why I would disagree. I would, you just know, I would disagree. Don't act like that's your type. Like, come on. Okay, my second least favorite type of person is straight teenage boys. Specifically if they're white. Because they usually try to act like they're not white. And it's super annoying. But, like, how cringe. Like, like, from the age 13 to 16. Maybe even 17. Heck, maybe even 35. I don't know. But, like, how cringe. Like, we were driving the other day. Stop at a stoplight. There's this pack. This clown car full of, like, 12 16-year-old boys. And, mind you, I'm not in the car with, like, cute girls. It is my dad driving. My mom in the passenger seat and me in the back. And they're like, roll down the window, roll down the window. So my dad rolls down the window. He's like, what's going on? Because, like, we thought we knew them for a minute. No, we did not. And they're like, that's a nice car. You have to be really rich to have that kind of car. And we're like, okay, have a good night. Like, I just, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. If I had my way. You know what? You know, that makes me think. I was going to say we should lock them all up until they turn 35. But I was going to say that reminds me of the Phineas and Ferb episode where it's like they go in the future and the children are like locked away. And I don't want that future. So I'm going to take back what I said. Um, But I feel like we should have like a sit down with every boy 
before they turn 13 and be like, show them videos of who they could be and be like, you don't want to be this person. Like a PSA, kind of, like, a, like a say no to drugs type thing. Like say no to being annoying. I feel like that could go really far. Okay, my next topic is periods. Um, and here's my opinion. They suck. And men are not allowed to have, a, have an opinion on them. I'm so sorry. If you do not, every 28 days, if your uterus does not shed its lining and it comes out of your vagina, you are not allowed to talk to me about anything relating my period unless you are bringing me chocolate or a heating pad for my cramps, okay? That's done. While I'm on the subject, here's another list of men or of things men are not allowed to have opinions on. Abortion, a woman's body, what I wear, taxes on feminine products, and how I take care of my own home. Okay? Okay. I feel like that's an easy list and I feel like I don't really need to go into much detail about why. I feel like I feel like these are my people and they get it. And also I want to make it clear, you know, I feel like I hate on men a lot on this podcast, but I really don't in real life. You know, I hate the bad ones. I hate the ones that everybody loves to hate, but the good ones in full support of the good ones. Okay. Okay. Next topic is water wet. Now, truly, this is my least favorite discussion topic, but I chose this because I have a story about it. So, over the summer, I worked at a theater, and during one of our, like, dinner breaks in between shows, the boys in our cast got into a 45-minute argument, and it started as a joke, (laughs) and it ended very serious. People got very heated, and everybody was just like, can I just please eat my Olive Garden in peace? Like, I don't want to hear about this anymore, and it just never ended. So, I just think it's funny. Is water wet... You know, I don't think it is. I think water is not wet, but if you dip something in water, it's wet. Okay? That's where I stand. I don't really want to dive deep into the logic because it's really a mind F and I'll think about it for months. Okay. Next topic. Which Kardashian is the best? Now, here are my thoughts on the Kardashians. Okay? I love to hate them and I hate to love them. Um, they are, here's where I hate them. They are such a big reason that, like, women are so focused on their bodies because they built their whole brand on, like, their bodies, right? That's why we, like, sexualize women and objectify women is because they've kind of revamped, like, the curvy body, right? The ideal. But the way that they have absolutely changed the world... I'm talking about the social media industry, the beauty industry, the celebrity industry, how they are like probably some of the most famous people in the world and they have absolutely no talent is incredible and you have to give them props. Like you have to give them props. Um, and that's why, that's how I feel about them. My personal favorite Kardashian is Courtney. I think she's hilarious. She just like her voice so funny and truly one of my favorite things to do is just look up kardashian edits and enjoy enjoy i also am a big fan of kim kardashian and pete davidson together because i just feel like i'm really attracted to pete davidson and i'm just happy that he is getting the limelight that he deserves 
okay? Next topic is a little more serious, politics. Now, I'm about to reveal some very serious information. What political party am I? Drumroll, please. I am neutral. I don't really know what political party I um, am in. Um, Social issues, I definitely am more left-leaning. Fiscal issues, I tend to lean right, but not always. Um, And, you know, I feel like I... No, here's what I say. I feel like I am more left-wing than I am right, which is kind of rare in the place that I live and have grown up in. But here's the thing about me. I am very... I'm an empath. No, I'm a very, like, deep feeler. So, I feel for other people. And I really like to see all sides of a situation. And so, sometimes political issues are very hard for me because I see, like, every side. And I just want everybody to be happy and, and love each other. But it, but they don't. Um, and so, that being said, I'm a very accepting person. And I will listen to anyone's opinions but I definitely have very strong beliefs in my opinions. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know why I'm so nervous to talk about politics on here because it's my podcast. But I just feel like people both, like people that are super left and super right judge really hard on people who don't think the way that they do. And I just feel like people are going to be like, oh, not listening to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to make this a political podcast because everybody shape, size, color, gender, or not, you know, everybody is welcome. Girls, gays, and theys, they're all welcome here. So, I don't want anybody to feel like I'm, like, talking about politics so much, and this is not a political podcast, but I just want to, like, put it out there. You know, this is kind of, like, who I am, my thoughts. Um, also, you know, that being said about me accepting everybody, Could I marry a person who had a Trump flag? Probably not. But I can respect them. But I could never be sexually attracted to a man who has a Trump 2024 flag. Like, unfortunately, it's not my DNA. Okay, moving on. What is the superior color? (laughs) So happy you asked. Pink. Okay? That's all. I think pink has been looked at as like, oh, you're like a little girl and the girl's stuff is pink and pink is the girl's. But you know what I have to say? There is power in pink. Okay. There is power in a statement fuchsia blazer and matching pants. There is power in saying, in a man saying that pink is his favorite color. You know what I'm saying? There is power in pink. And pink is my favorite color. And I will die on that hill. <sighs> Next topic. Who deserves shotgun slash the front seat of the car? In our family, we have a rule that oldest get priority. And since I'm the oldest, I always get priority. So it tends to work out in my favor. But, you know, when you're not in your family, things get a little more dicey. I think in a situation of friends, if somebody calls shoddy, if somebody is so passionate about having the front seat that they call shoddy, I think you got to give it to them. Um, But if it's kind of like an unspoken thing, I feel like whoever is closest friends with the driver sits in the front. You know what I'm saying? Or you kind of like 
trade off a little bit or it's like you want to put people in the back who are friends and people who are in the front who are friends you know you want to keep the peace you want to make sure everybody's comfortable so I feel like sometimes it's an unspoken thing of like okay well I'm closest with Emmy and she's driving so I'm gonna sit in the front and then you know or like I'm closer with Abby and Abby's sitting in the back so I'm gonna sit with Abby you know what I'm saying that's what I have to say okay um okay how do you pronounce G-I-F. I pronounce it GIF with a hard G. But I will not lie. Sometimes I say GIF if I'm feeling it. Sue me. Really. Sue me. Uh, mostly I pronounce GIF. But every once in a while a G, a G, a GIF slips in and I don't feel bad about it. Okay. Am I an introvert or an extrovert? Um, I am in what I like to call an introverted extrovert. I know, I mean, you're creating your own category. What's new? Well, I am an Enneagram 4, but more on that later. Um, I'm definitely a people person. I thrive with, like, my close friends, and I don't like being alone for extended periods of time. But that being said, you know, everybody needs their space. Everybody needs their own time and their time to recharge. But on the, for the most part, I am an extrovert. Okay, and now to my Enneagram, you guys. I am a proud four-wing three. And if you have not taken the Enneagram test, stop what you're doing. Nope, don't stop what you're doing. Finish listening to this and then take the Enneagram test. Write it down for later. Um, and let me know because I'm fascinated to learn about everyone's Enneagrams. So basically, it's like another one of those, you know, personality tests. But basically a four, their core desire is to be seen as like unique and, um, and then a three is, like, you're a people pleaser and, like, you need to get, what's the word I'm looking for? Validation. So, I am a proud four-wing three. And I feel like nothing has encompassed my personality better than the Enneagram test. Okay. Now, this is a crazy one. Would you rather fight a hundred duck-sized horses or one horse-sized duck? And, you know, both of these situations are terrifying. Like, think about it. Really, think about it. And I think that ducks are scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine being attacked by ducks. No thank you. No way in hell would I fight a horse-sized duck. In fact, my personal hell would be fighting a horse-sized duck. So... I will take the beautiful tiny horses, thank you, and I will not fight them. I will become their friend, their master, and I will have a farm of duck-sized horses, and I will be living my best life, okay? Next, who pays for the date? <laughs> okay, okay, now we're getting into the gig. Um, the person who asks. If you ask on the date, if you ask the person to go on a date, you should pay for it. Whether you're a girl, gay, they, boy, anything. If you ask, you pay. Once you're dating, it gets a little more complicated and you've got to take it case by case. You know, do you do you establish, well, he's the man, he always pays for this and I always pays, pay for this? Do you establish we switch off? Is it just, you know, he's got the wallet or I've got the wallet? You know, I feel like once you're officially dating... You got to take it case by case. But when you're on a date, it's your first, second, third, fourth, 
whatever whoever asks pays <laughs> should it be illegal for men to wear skinny jeans straight to jail straight to jail i do not want nor need to see every bit of your bits okay i don't want to see it nobody won't see it wear a looser fitting pant okay because we can all see what you don't want us to see all right i did not i did not sign up for this that's all i have to say straight to jail Okay, this next one is a little bit more, kind of starts off kind of superficial, but once you dig into it, it's a little uh, nitty gritty. And the question is, is life easier when you're pretty? And I hate to say it, but it absolutely is. When you fit what society thinks is beautiful, your life is so much easier. And, and if you don't believe me, I want you to look up a thing called white privilege and thin privilege. And if you need more, if you need an example, this is specifically about women in larger bodies, but there are lots of people who um, have this happen to them. Just look at the thousands of size eight and above women on the internet that are getting bullied just for being themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like, look at the people who are, like, a perfectly normal and average and healthy size, and they have people on their TikTok saying, like, you're fat, like, lose weight, you know what I'm saying? Or if you have a fatphobic doctor who you say you have back pain and they say that your solution is to lose weight, like, that is not the solution, you know what I'm saying? I just think it's easier... Like, it is easier when you fit society's beauty standards, okay? Now, that one was kind of a little deep, but I feel like everybody knows how I feel about that. And just about accepting everybody, no matter their size or their color. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, is lying ever acceptable? I feel the same way about this as I do about bullying. Sometimes it's necessary, Okay. For example, you know, on the bullying thing, we talked about this on the first ever, first ever episode of Stay Hot Besties. If a couple is making out in the middle of the library, they have not been bullied enough in their lives and something needs to change. Same with lying. Not same with lying, but how many times have you watched a TV show? where they somehow ingest a truth serum of some sort and their life is ruined. Countless times. Countless times. And I feel like the lesson we need to learn is lying is okay sometimes. Case by case. Case by case. Okay. Next topic. The birthday gift paradox. And this is what I mean by that. If somebody doesn't get me a birthday gift simply out of pettiness I don't feel the need to give them a gift or even the want to give them a gift you know what I'm saying because I feel like for other people's birthdays okay for my birthday it's like the most important day of the year okay it is a day about me 
where the attention is all on me. And as you know, I am an attention whore. I live for the attention. And, you know, if somebody doesn't show up, I don't feel the need to show up for them. Is that bad? Now, here's me opening up the floor to you for your opinions. Call in. Leave your comments in the box below. Am I wrong? I don't know. Okay, I don't know, but I'm sticking to what I believe. If you don't give me a birthday present, you should not expect me to get you a birthday present. Okay, moving on. Only a few more. Here we go. Stick with me. Um, When people are uneducated about something, but they give their opinion on it. And there's a lot of cat there's a lot of subcategories that fall into this category. For one, like I don't feel like if I don't know enough about like a political issue, I'm not gonna argue it with someone because I just don't feel like I have the right to argue about climate change when I don't know enough about climate change to argue anything. You know what I'm saying? But specifically the person that wrote this in talked about like um people outside of a religion assuming things about a religion. Um and I just feel like, you know what? like it's not if it's not affecting you leave it alone if you're not in the thick of it leave it alone you know what I'm saying and this is a slight segue into a topic that I've been wanting to discuss um I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people lately post okay I want to clarify something so I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and I am I don't want to say I'm not your typical Mormon but like you know what I'm saying like I feel like a lot of times it sucks that our church has this stereotype of like being unaccepting I consider myself very accepting very socially aware left-leaning like come on and so I wanted to clarify that because I feel like I've been seeing a lot of people with um come out with like social media posts where they're like I never felt accepted and I felt so much pressure and and it's not even specifically within the LDS church but I feel like a lot of other religions you know people have come out and said these things and here's what I have to say you know I have never felt that pressure because of my religion. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have never felt pressure to be perfect or pressure to fit a mold. Like, I've always felt like it's very okay to be myself, who I am, within my religion. And I just want to say, like, if you're out there and you're think like, you're kind of feeling this, like, this is me giving you the permission. Like, you don't need to fit a mold, Who you are is enough. I say that a lot because most of the time I need the reminder. But, like, who you are is enough and nobody has the right, if you believe in God, like, it is between you and God what you do in your life. Not anyone else. And I feel like that needs to be more accepted in religious cultures. Okay? There we go. I've been wanting to talk about that for a long time. But, again, with the politics thing, like, I feel like... I'm scared to talk about religion because I don't want to alienate people. You know, I don't want this to become a place where it's like, if you're not agreeing with me, you're not welcome. You know what I'm saying? But I am going to be who I am and I'm going to believe what I believe, but I just want it to make it clear, like, I support you in your beliefs as I believe that you should support me in my beliefs. Okay? 
Okay. Now, we're going to end today's episode with two lighter topics because we've had some, you know, some heavy topics and I want to I want to keep it light, okay? I want to keep you coming back for more. And we're going to start with the hottest Disney character. Here's my ranking of sexiest male Disney characters. And this is it no particular order, okay? Max from the Goofy movie. Max Goof. Okay? Uh, can't explain it. Don't really want to. He's up there. Number two. Hector. Hector from Coco. Once again, don't know what it is, but I'm in. Number three. Simba. I'm just going to leave that one where it is. You either agree or you don't. And the people that are going to agree are going to rally around me and we're all going to be in this support for having um, feelings towards a lion, a, an, an animated lion. Okay, moving on. My fourth is Flynn Rider. I mean, the guy is sexy as hell. Pardon my French, but like, can't argue with that. And my last one is Bruno from Encanto and you know I feel like a lot of people on the TikTok world agree with me there's something about it I don't know honorable mention goes to Kristoff um honorable mention goes to oh who am I kidding Prince Naveen is up there Prince Naveen is up there hi 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 I love Prince Naveen um, Tarzan can get it. Aladdin can get it. Shang, Daddy Shang can get it. But you know who is criminally underrated? Dimitri from Anastasia. You know, I'd put him at the top of my list. Forget everyone I said. Dimitri from Anastasia, top of my list, okay? And the last topic that I am going to share today, who is my favorite Marvel character? Well, Wanda and Vision, obvi. WandaVision was truly a masterpiece, but I have to say, Tony Stark can get it. And he's a very, very, very close second. So everybody, thank you so much for letting me share my opinions with you. So grateful for all of you, for all of you listening. Okay, here is the hot girl tip of the week. Now, I was trying to find um, a quote from like a hot Disney guy because that's kind of where we ended it, but I ended up finding something from, it still keeps the Disney theme. It's from The Incredibles, okay? And it says, your identity is your most valuable possession protect it. And here's what I want to end with. I want to say you, who you are is who is the most important person. You know what I'm saying? Your opinions are the most important opinions to you. And I wanted to close that out because, you know, everybody has their own opinions. I obviously have a lot and they are important to me. And so who you are, who you, what you believe in, what your opinions are, they matter and they matter to you and they matter to others. And with that, 
I say three things, four things. Subscribe, rate, five things. Subscribe, rate, review, follow Stay Hot Besties on Instagram, and join us next week. Stay hot, besties. We'll talk next week. Hey, nice to see ya.
and and stay hot besties we'll talk next week Mwah.